Welcome to What's Up with Betsy Johnson, a podcast from a longtime Oregon legislator and keen political observer discussing what is right and wrong with government, politics, and public policy. Well, let's switch gears to something a little more positive that's right in your own backyard, and that would be a big old gravel pit that is home to the Oregon Manufacturing Innovation Center. It's not really a gravel pit anymore. They've done all kinds of stuff out there. Uh, you mentioned uh, the head of the kind of sister or maybe mother facility would be better to say over in Sheffield, England was in town. And so fill the folks in on the many gaps I left in my explanation as to the question I'm asking. Sure. Once upon a time at the University of Sheffield, there was a very nasty abandoned coal mine that had been filled with all sorts of nasty debris. And it was pretty gross. I never saw it when it was a nasty coal mine, but it was in Sheffield in the Midlands of of the UK. And as uh, the economy of that part of England decayed and deteriorated into huge unemployment, huge unemployment, a professor at the University of Sheffield, a guy named Keith Ridgway, and a guy who had been in the metals manufacturing business uh, as an entrepreneur and a businessman, a guy named Adrian Allen, conceived of a notion to try to revitalize an industrial landscape by promoting manufacturing. And in two decades, they created the AMRC, the Advanced Manufacturing Research Center at the University of Sheffield. Um, It's interesting because both of those two gentlemen have been decorated by Her Majesty the Queen And Adrian actually has a screensaver on his computer of him showing the queen around the AMRC. And as Adrian has said to me on more than one occasion, the queen doesn't visit companies, the queen visits countries. But she and other members of the royal family, Prince uh, Prince Charles, before he was King Charles, um, Prince Philip, had been to the AMRC to see how the economy could be brought back in a place that was as economically bleak as Sheffield. At AMRC now, they have a variety of different disciplines. They have the only Boeing manufacturing facility outside of the United States. They um, build McLaren uh, or do R&D work on McLaren racing cars. Now, we'll never do that in the United States because McLaren is an iconic English brand. But they're making the bodies of those cars lighter, greener, cleaner. And so I was introduced to Adrian about uh, six years ago, and he had me at hello. We have gone ahead to put together the Uh, OMIC, the Oregon Manufacturing Innovation Center. We started out with a building that was in a spent gravel mine, not a coal mine, but a gravel mine. And it became our our first building. We've just completed, uh, it was a subtractive process where you're machining um, bits that go in airplanes and various other um, uh, manufacturing processes. And we've just broken ground on our new um, additive building. And uh, Congresswoman Bonamici came for the groundbreaking. She came to meet with uh, Adrian when he was here. She has been a very good friend of AMRC and helped with the rest of our delegation to secure financing for the third building that we're going to build, an incubator for some of the innovations that are coming out of the AM of the of OMIC and are hopefully now standing up as separate companies and getting their products into the supply chain. And again, with the goal of greener, cleaner, lighter, faster, 
Um, we're talking about uh, how we can recruit younger students to want to come into the manufacturing disciplines. Since I first started working on this question a number of years ago, Portland Community College has built a campus that is all oriented around um, machining and welding and uh, creating an ethos um, where engineering and manufacturing skills are seen as highly desirable. They will have a certificate program that allows people to go directly out of PCC into work. We're drawing on students that come through PCC to come to OMIC, the Oregon Manufacturing Innovation Center. And uh, a kind of an exciting thing that came out of Adrian's visit was uh, one of the partner companies at OMIC is a company called Hangstafers. Hangstafers is located in New Jersey and they make a synthetic oil that is so environmentally safe and pure. Boeing in England mandates that Hangstafers oil be used. Uh, we, we proudly celebrate Hangstafers as one of our tier one companies at OMIC. And they happen to sponsor a race car driver by the name of Antron Brown, who is a three-time national champion in top fuel dragsters. And he is coming out uh, next week to do a film that we're going to show to young people uh, in early October for Manufacturing Day. And this is an attempt to show young people that as Adrian says, behind every good idea, there's an engineer. Somebody had to make something to, to make Antoine Brown's race cars work. And constantly refined techniques and processes make him go faster and lighter and cleaner. And so he will be coming out and we'll be playing host to him for two days. Uh, he's doing an R&D project at, um, at OMIC with Hangstafers that has to do with these very environmentally desirable lubricants. And uh, so he's actually doing research and development work and then filming some videos that will encourage young people to get into manufacturing. We're thrilled to have him, very excited. Uh, I'm told that he's incredibly personable. And so I hope he's a lure for kids to want to come to manufacturing day. Get to ride in his race car? No race car, just Mr. Brown and some of his crew, but I'm sure there'll be plenty of, what do they say, you're the media guy, plenty of B-roll to show his race car screaming down tracks. Well, I, I don't follow racing, and so I'm embarrassed to say that I didn't know very much about Mr. Brown. Subsequently, I've learned a lot, but my husband found a picture of him in a top fuel dragster those long rails um, and they shoot out of the starting gates and his immediately blows up, bursts into flames, rolls over a few times, smashes into the wall. He jumps out and lives to race more days and has three national championships with trophies that are about the same size I am. They're huge trophies. So we're looking forward to having him and hearing his encouraging words that will be spoken to young people that we'll bring into OMIC from all over Oregon and uh, we have people come and talk to him and we feed him some pizza and we give him some swag and we show him around the equipment. And one year we had in situ here and allowed him to fly drones that are made up in Bingen, Washington. And so it's an exciting day. And hopefully if we can ignite the spirit in a young person's mind that they want to get into to manufacturing, we will have accomplished our prime directive. So was Adrian happy with what he saw, the progress so far? 
Yes, I think he was discouraged that we hadn't gone farther and we were trying to explain to him uh, just how problematic COVID was. We were going to have a Japanese cutting tool company build a building uh, on our campus as their North American headquarters and repair station and a sales room. Unfortunately, between COVID and the accidents that Boeing had that slowed down Boeing production and just bureaucracy in Oregon, the Japanese cutting tool this company decided to, to take a break. Adrian had been very responsible in helping with that recruitment. So I think that was disappointing to him. I think he was very pleased because he told me so with the work that PCC is doing to recru recruit young people. We've got to figure out how to get a denser pipeline. I'm working with PCC to figure out some of the transportation problems. Right now, they're a barrier for getting kids to OMEC. We have five school districts in Columbia County and some of them at considerable distance. And with a paucity of bus drivers and high cost of fuel, it's difficult to get those kids moved in from Vernonia and Klatskanai and other places. So I'm working with PCC to try to figure out how with private funding, we can get buses that will bring the kids down so that they can attend classes and can have a more robust engagement with PCC in addition to earning academic credit, which they can apply towards a, a degree. So um, in the main, I think he was pleased. Uh, he gave us, as he always does, his advice. Um, he met with key political leaders, again, headed up by Congresswoman Bonamici when she was here, met with city councilors, mayors, county commissioners. And um, I think that was helpful. We had a couple of little receptions for him with companies that he had worked with here in Oregon. Then as he was leaving, he stopped in Seattle. So Adrian called me and he had with him a retired engineer from Boeing who had done an enormous amount of work on the design and the engineering for the wing of some of Boeing's more sophisticated commercial jetliners. And um, we're going to try very hard to recruit uh, Mr. Hinton to our board and at a minimum to have him come down and give us some advice about how can we at OMIC turn out the kind of students that are so incredibly attractive to industry uh, that they would be hired immediately, uh, sponsored ideally by industry because that's the AMRC model. So every kid at AMRC wears a shirt that has the AMRC logo. And then on the other side, they've got their name and the company that sponsors them, whether it's Daimler or Boeing. Frankly, I don't care if it says grandma on the bottom of it. That's the person that's paying for them to garner this education. And then if they're working for a company, it morphs into a couple of year a job interview with the idea that if the company and the and the young person, the newly minted engineer, get along well with each other, that then they would have um, an employment home and begin their careers with the company that helped them get their education. Over at AMRC, for instance, Boeing and Airbus, fierce competitors, they're in the same, you know, landscape, basically. They're not sharing secrets and that sort of stuff, but you have, you know, companies that have traditionally been 
at loggerheads actually kind of working together with uh, Adrian has said this many times. And so have you, if you raise the boat for every, every, you know, if you raise the water level, everybody floats higher basically. Um, so that's kind of a cool thing that's going on and uh, it's, it's a really good idea and I'm glad that it's still going well. It's going very well and it's not unusual. Uh, it wasn't at AMRC when I was there and it's not unusual at OMIC, the Oregon Manufacturing Innovation Center to see black curtains up around a machine that is working on a machining solution for a problem. The whole idea behind how this works is that there's a technical board. That technical board that sometimes is made up of fierce competitors will identify an industry-wide problem. And then we would solve it at the Oregon Manufacturing Innovation Center through two pathways. One of them would be a proprietary solution for the company bringing up the problem. And the other would be a general project that could solve an industry-wide problem that everybody would benefit from. And so that's our model, that we do some of these proprietary projects and then we do some general projects. Again, with the idea of th these aren't hobbies or just learned academic papers. Our goal is to get whatever the resulting R&D product is, that we get it out into the supply chain and that it is helping to mitigate costs for industry. It is making products manufactured in the United States more attractive, desirable, and affordable. And it strengthens our manufacturing base in the United States exponentially. And so we're not just producing, you know, peer-reviewed learned papers. We're producing products that go immediately into the supply chain. Thanks for listening to What's Up with Betsy Johnson. If you have comments or questions about this podcast, please email questions, Q-U-E-S-T-I-O-N-S, at BetsyJohnson.com.